Let's open our Bibles this morning for an opening passage of Scripture to the 36th chapter of Job. Job 36. The words sound a little arrogant, but they're not because they're in the Word of God and they are spoken by a very humble and reserved man who finally had to say what he knew was right regarding the events in Job's life. Neither Job nor his three wise friends understood, or at least they would not admit, what God was doing, and yet Elihu would. I like these first four verses of the 36th chapter of Job. Elihu also proceeded and said, Suffer me a little, and I will show thee that I have yet to speak on God's behalf. I will fetch my knowledge from afar and will ascribe righteousness to my maker. For truly, my words shall not be false. He that is perfect in knowledge is with thee. Amen and amen. Amen. Elihu asks Job and his three friends to suffer him a little longer. He began speaking in the 32nd chapter and he's proceeded for several chapters here to give his opinion and assessment of what was taking place. And he asks for their willingness to hear him a little while longer. And he tells them that he will show them that he has more things to say to defend God and to speak on God's behalf. He tells them in verse 3 that I'm going to get my knowledge from afar. I'm certainly not going to get it from you four men, nor from wherever you went to school or your teachers. I'm going to get it from afar. And I'm going to ascribe righteousness to my maker. I'm not going to imply or impugn that he has been unfair in the way he's been treating Job. I'm not going to impugn Job for having secret sins like the three friends were. He goes on to say in the fourth verse, For truly my words shall not be false. I'm not going to say some of the things you have or the things that other men may say about God. My words aren't going to be false. He that is perfect in knowledge is with thee. And Elihu is referring to himself. He's not referring to God. He's not referring to the Holy Spirit. He's not referring to Job. He's referring to himself. He that is perfect in knowledge is with thee. I will fetch my knowledge from afar. I'm not going to say anything false about God. It is going to be true. And I say that to you today. This word perfect in knowledge is a relative comparison between Elihu and those four men that were there around that campfire, if we still envision them sitting in the same place where they began in the second chapter. And compared to the rest of the world, we have perfect knowledge about God. Not perfect in an absolute sense of the word, because only God has that. But God does inspire men, and God inspired Elihu, and that's how even a young man should speak with such confidence when he has the inspiration of the Almighty. When you come back to chapter 32, where Elihu began to speak, he said in verse 7, days should speak. It should be old men that have many days of living, because ordinarily an older man has more wisdom than a young man. Days should speak, and multitude of years should teach wisdom. The older you are and the more years you have under your belt that you've lived and walked in this world and spent time walking with God should teach wisdom. 
However, these four men were not wise. In, the, in what has transpired from chapter 3 through chapter 31. But Elihu says in verse 8, But there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Great men are not always wise, neither do the aged understand judgment. Therefore I said, hearken to me, I also will show mine opinion. This is a young man who has the inspiration of God. Now Elihu was inspired directly. He had a spirit within him, and God spoke to that spirit so he knew exactly what to say to Job and his three friends. We don't have such a blessing. We don't have such a pitiful substitute because we have the written word of God. We have the more sure word of prophecy. Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 19 tells us that the written Bible is better than hearing God's voice from heaven. It is more sure. Even you know that when you want to enter into a serious contract with someone, whether it's for the purchase of a house or a marriage license, you do it in writing. And God revealed himself to us in writing. So we have the inspiration of God in a book. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And so while Elihu had direct inspiration... We have indirect inspiration, but it's superior because it's in writing. And I'm going by Second Peter 1.19 that tells us it's more sure. So today I say to you, suffer me a little. We have four attributes of God that we want to cover today. His truthfulness, His wisdom, His faithfulness, and His patience and long-suffering. We want to rejoice in it in the time that we have together. We want to see the benefits that we should derive from those four attributes and knowing about them, and we want to show those four attributes in our own lives as his children. My words shall not be false. He that is perfect in knowledge is with thee. And that's based on the perfect law of liberty from which I read and study. And may the Lord bless us today. We are greatly blessed. There are so many that spend their entire lives believing, serving, promoting, and trusting a lie and then wake up one nanosecond after death to realize their entire life was based on deception, falsehood, and a lie. Incredible. We have been saved from that. The Lord has been very gracious and merciful to us. And let's praise His holy name. Let us bow our heads and pray together to the Lord for His blessing on us. O Lord, our Lord, How excellent is thy name in all the earth. And, O Lord, not only thy name, but thy great divine and perfect nature, all thine attributes, all those traits that make you God, we worship thee and thank thee for knowing of them. We thank thee for the inspiration that thou hast given us in writing, that we might fetch our knowledge from afar, far different from this world, that we might know the Almighty. Bless us this day, that we will rejoice in your truthfulness, wisdom, faithfulness, and patience and long-suffering. Heavenly Father, we are thankful that this day we are not pursuing a lie, yet unaware of it, because you have revealed your truth to us. The vast majority of mankind are believing, pursuing, promoting, spreading, teaching their children, and living a lie. And one nanosecond after death, 
they will realize that it's all been a wasted life, wasted faith, wasted promotion, wasted teaching. We thank the Heavenly Father for what you have shown us, and we pray that you will show it to us very dearly and very clearly this day, that we will know thee, the true, the only wise and living God, the faithful God, the merciful, patient, and long-suffering God, that we will lay hold of thee by faith, that we will run to thee in our zeal and our repentance and humility, and lay hold of thee, Heavenly Father. Have mercy upon us this day. We are thankful for thy precious word. Thy word is truth. We are thankful for thy wisdom that you have taught us by your spirit and by your word. And Heavenly Father, we thank thee for thy faithfulness. It is new every morning. And we thank thee and great is thy faithfulness and we praise thee for it. And Heavenly Father, we're thankful that in long suffering, which we account as our salvation, you have been very kind and merciful to us. Be with all thy people, Heavenly Father, in every place that are worshiping this day that call upon thee in sincerity and in truth. Embolden their ministers. Empower them. Open the word of God to them. Enlighten them. And let them speak freely and plainly the glorious things of thy word. Let the word of the Lord have free course and be glorified in their midst. Feed thy people with knowledge and with understanding. Lift them up, O Lord, from the lies and the vanities of this world. We thank Thee for this nation in which You caused us to be born. We thank You for our liberties. We thank You for the abundance of all things. We bless and praise You for it. We thank You for our president. We thank You for our government. We thank You for the freedoms that we freely participate in this day. We thank You for the way that You have led us and provided for us, even at their hand, even in their ignorance, even sometimes in their malice. You have taken care of us all the days of our lives. We are blessed abundantly. We pray that you would grant them wisdom, that you would uphold them and strengthen them, and that in a day of declining authority, they might exercise their authority for our benefit and for the sake of thy people in this nation. Our Father, we are overwhelmed by your daily goodness in our lives And it is not true for one week, but it has been true for all of our lives. We thank Thee for all that You have provided for us and given to us and done for us and delivered us from and shown us. We are so blessed and we thank Thee this day, this week of thanksgiving in our nation. We bless Thee. We give our thanks to no one but to Thee. We do not look at secondary causes nor means that you have used, but to thee only the first cause and the first means of all things. Heavenly Father, we bless thee. We have more than heart could wish. We have more than any nation has ever had. We praise thee and thank thee for it. We are not worthy of the least of all these favors nor of all the truth that you have shown us. And so we thank thee. Hear us, O Lord, our hearts and our lips are so inadequate to give Thee the praise due Thy name. Hear us as we call upon Thee and magnify our weak efforts by the power of the Holy Ghost. Father in heaven, forgive us our sins, forgive us our sinfulness, 
Forgive us our carnality. Forgive us for being attracted and seduced and enticed by this world and its things. Forgive us for not ruling our spirits when we should have, that we might have lived like the sons of God, blameless and harmless, without rebuke in this crooked and perverse nation. Heavenly Father, we ask for your mercy upon us in this hour, that our worship will be pleasing in thy sight, that it will be profitable for our souls, that it will be according to the word of God, that we will rightly divide the statements made there, that we will be perfect in knowledge because of the inspiration of the Almighty found in these precious, preserved pages of our King James Bibles. For those that are sick and unable to be here this morning, for those required to work this day and unable to be here with us, for those that are ailing, And in our midst, by their faith and love toward thee, have mercy upon all of them. And Heavenly Father, raise us up again together in strength, that we might worship thee with zeal and might all the days of our lives. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.